Welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. One of the things that we got to do this year was to go to Alpine, Texas and go to the Cowboy Poetry Gathering. It's really quite a place. I don't know if you realize Cowboy Poetry is a real thing. It's a certain style, kind of a maybe ballad or telling a story usually, usually about something about ranch life or something else. It's really fun to listen to. Some of it is quite humorous. Some of it is very nostalgic and a few were even a little bit sad. At the gathering as well, there's a lot of cowboy music being played, a lot of different groups. And again, for people that don't know, cowboy music is not the same as country and western. It usually is more of a ballad style, tells a story, has something that it wants to say about cowboy life. And so it's, uh, it's quite a bit different. And a lot of fiddle playing, banjo playing, and it's really a lot of fun. One of the things our grandkids there in Alpine have gotten to do the past couple of years is to enter their own poetry into the children's division of cowboy poetry. I thought I would read some of these to you because first of all, they're my grandkids and I like them. Uh, several of them actually won first place, especially Noel has won first place, Melody has won first place in their age category, and some of the others are quite entertaining. And so I'm going to read them to you, let you enjoy it, let you laugh along with some of them, and see how much you like cowboy poetry. The first one I'm going to read is from Sephora. She's seven years old, and she wrote this. My first trot, a sunny day sitting on a white horse with a white mane, Jojo, riding in a round pen made of logs. Hoofbeats sound like knocking at a wood door. I feel like a big girl. Go faster. Here's another one by Sephora called West Texas Storm. Dust, dust, rain, dust, and wind. Up in the dust I go. Dust, dust, rain, dust, and wind. I laughed when I saw that because if you've ever been in a West Texas storm, that's exactly what it is like. Abe is one of our grandsons. He wrote this, he's in grade seven, and he wrote this because he really loves cameras and is actually becoming very good at using one. So he wrote this poem, Capturing Western Life. Yesterday, I set out with a challenge to capture Western life through the clear glass lens of my Nikon D40. The day started at 5.30 a.m. I awoke to my sister flashing my bedroom lights to wake me and my brother up. We drove our Suburban down the highway in search of a small silver gate. Twenty minutes down the road, we found it locked, but the ranchers soon showed up with four trucks, six horses, one branding iron, and all the tools for the day. We parked by the pins. I began to prep my gear. One camera, five lenses, three SD cards, all in a pack. 
the pictures, thousands, the memories more, working through the day from six to four. At the end of the work, to wrap it all up, a group picture in front of a dusty pickup. As we drove home tired, I looked at Western life, taken through the lens of a Nikon D40. <laughs> if you're a camera uh, buff, you know exactly what he's talking about. Here is another one that Abe wrote, A Cowboy's Rest. Sparkling and flickering, what a sight to behold. Stories round the campfire are again retold. Shadows lengthen softly, cowboys gaze at them. Stars in the sky twinkle like a precious gem. Stars fade, bright sun rises, a new day dawns. And from inside his bedroll, a cowboy yawns. <laughs> a cowboy's rest by Abe Carlene. Here's one by Mateo. Mateo is 15 now. I think he wrote this one last year. Simply called Supplies. Biscuits and beans, brisket and bacon, hardtack and jerky, coffee without cream. Cookie lists off our supplies. The boss replies, perfect. We leave at sunrise. <laughs> Good one, Tate. Here's another one from Abraham. Ode to my jeans. My good old jeans, you're the protector of my legs. Without you, I would not have made it out of the cat claw patch. But now, my good old jeans, you're wearing much too thin. The holes in your knees are getting larger by the day. Though I'll have to throw you out, you will remain forever in memory. Thank you, my jeans. <laughs> I had to laugh at that because those of us who've worked on ranches wear our pants until they just about fall off. And they kind of have become good old friends. Here's another one by Mateo about branding. Branding. In the corral. Calf lying down, cowboy's knee pinning, smoky fire crackling, the branding iron is ready. Shadows lengthen, it's dusk, calf bawling, will it hurt him? Hold him down, hold him down, hold him down. When I saw that, I really had to laugh because those of you who have ever had a chance to do branding know what it's like. And uh, Mateo and Abe and Melody, I think Sephora, Noel, they all went and helped friend uh, with their branding. In fact, they've done it a number of times now, and they're learning kind of what ranch life is about. So branding stuck in Mateo's mind. Here's one more that Mateo did this year. It's called Brawl. <laughs> that cowboys both weren't happy they were feeling pretty snappy. Soon it came to fists, neither were pacifists. When it came to a head, they were both quite red. They knocked each other flat. It was full combat. One emerged victorious, but he looked quite inglorious. He asked a girl to dance. She looked at him askance. She was very curt, 
you look rather hurt, and there is dirt on your shirt. He squirmed and discerned, and that is how he learned, don't brawl at the dance hall. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Melody, our granddaughter, is 17, almost 18, and she is turning into quite a horsewoman. It's really fun to watch that. One of her entries was this. That's when she started to buck. I should have known to get off of my horse. I could tell she weren't feeling too friendly. I thought she'd calm down once I rode her around, but all that she did was resent me. And then she got mad. She wanted to go, and I was spoiling her fun. I sure did mess up when I rode out that gate, because that's when she started to run. I let her just run, didn't think it would help to pull back and tug on the reins, and that's when I saw the fence coming up. I knew she'd do one of two things. Either she'd jump right over the fence or stop and drop her head low. I held to the horn and leaned a bit back. I knew I was going to go. She put on her brakes, threw up her back feet. I thought that was the end of my luck. Then I let out a sigh, thought the worst was all done. And that's when she started to buck. <laughs> I've never been on a ride quite like that. Every second I thought was my last. My friends who all watched started counting to eight, but I hit the dirt pretty fast. Now I'm on the ground and everything hurts. I think for today I am done. My friends laugh and say, hey Mel, you okay? I smile and groan, that was fun. <laughs> Those of us who have ridden a lot have been thrown off at one time or another, and Melody is learning about that. That was one that she won with, actually. She read it in front of all the people with the uh, contest with her age group. I really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Melody did another one about horses. She took this from a story her Uncle Gary told her, built it into a good cowboy poem. It's called Uncle Gary's Regret. My Palomino loved to run, and he'd always fight the bit. We tried to keep him under control, but he rarely would submit. One night I was fed up with him and too tired to put up a fight, so I let him have his head that day and hoped it would be all right. We sped across the open plains. Both of us were having fun. I forgot about the fence coming up as I enjoyed the full-out run. As I rode on, I saw ahead two does, a buck and a fawn. I had an idea and thought, hey, why not? And so the chase was on. I've never rode as high speed as this, but I liked it. I felt very free. But now I can see I'd lost all my sense. I didn't slow down when the deer jumped the fence. I let my horse keep on running, didn't realize how dumb this could be. Because as my horse got ready to jump, I pulled the reins back toward me. It all happened so fast, my horse broke his gait, and I crashed through the fence with a thud. I hit the ground hard, but what scared me the most was to see my horse covered in blood. I led him home I could not ride, afraid that he would die. And to this day, I still regret my stupid, foolish ride. As it turned out, my horse survived. 
yet I think we can all agree it was selfish not to rein it in and use this since God gave me. <laughs> uh, that's a story from her uncle Gary. And uh, again, those of us who have ridden hard uh, have run either close into fences or jumped over things like you can't imagine. I can think of some of the times I've been riding horses, punching cows, chasing cows, and jumping over ditches, into banks, into trees, all trying to get a cow. That can really be exciting. It can also be very dangerous. I think that one she got second place with. It's, it's really a pretty good poem. I really like it, too. Noel is the one who had the first place win the first time. It was shortly after they had gotten to Alpine. They had lived in Quebec in Canada for many years. They served as missionaries there, and her dad was a Bible teacher in a, a small Bible college there, and they helped with churches and different things like that. And so all they knew was Quebec, really. And so when they got to Alpine, it was a whole lot different. And this is what Noel wrote in her first cowboy poem, which won first place. The name of it is Here in Alpine. When I got here from cold Quebec, the tan hills here seemed plain, compared with fiery trees in fall or green grass in the rain. There's one thing here that's bright and clear, that's mama's dream come true. The skies were gray and cold all day, but here they're warm and blue. I quickly loved the friends we made in this small Texas town. They're always here to help us out when all our plans fall down. I don't know why. Cowboys, I thought, were people of the past, although my mother's dad was one. Things happen pretty fast. To show me wrong, our first week here, cowboys were everywhere. The rodeo was packed with them. The restaurants had their share. I never thought I'd live somewhere where cacti rule the place, where y'all is just a common word and guns are commonplace. I never thought that cowboy boots would be our shoes all year. But now when I reflect on it, I think I'm glad we're here. Where else would we find friends so great or so much land to spare? Each time I look up at the sky, the sun is smiling there. I know I always miss Quebec, but somehow I have changed. I know now Alpine, Texas is our new home on the range. And that was Noel. She wrote that, I think, when she was 11th grade. And uh, like I said, she won with that. And it really shows her heart about uh, how she felt and things going on there in Texas for her. The other one that Noel did that she also won either first or second, I don't remember. I've actually read before, but I'm going to read it again in case you didn't get it here. It's called Bull Durham. It's about our dog. Bull Durham. My grandpa has an endless store of stories. When we beg for more, he'll laugh and he'll say, well, one time, so here's Bull Durham's coyote rhyme. Didn't see this happen, my dad did, says grandpa. When I was a kid, a man was at the ranch to help. 
His dog's the worst that ever yelped. That dog, Sage, was the dumbest thing, and slow and lazy. Dad would bring Bull Durham, who did better work, except where coyotes tend to lurk. While Dad fed cattle in the snow, our dog, Bull, saw sinking low a coyote. Old Bull gave quick chase. The coyote ran a losing race. That coyote turned himself around and knocked Bull Durham to the ground, then ran away, still looking back to see if Bull was on his track. The coyote kept on peeking back, too fearful of our dog's attack, to see the other, Sage, you know, circling towards him through the deep snow. Slow Sage, that coyote couldn't see, because coyote's looking out at Bull D. The coyote plowed right over Sage. It took that dog about an age to figure out what hit him there. Once he did, he didn't dare do anything but run and hide. Still, Bull chased Coyote far and wide. They stumbled, slipped, and staggered on until their strength was almost gone. Once they were too worn out to run, they walked. I wish I'd seen the fun. First walked the Coyote, then came Bull. I guess by then the dog was full of coyote chasing in the snow. He let the poor old coyote go. The coyote found a fence to cross, then teased Bull Durham on his loss. They growled and showed their teeth a bit. Then Bull decided it weren't worth it. He plodded back where Dad had been, showed his teeth in a friendly grin. He evidently knew he'd won. Boy, didn't he make that coyote run. That's <laughs> uh, a great one. I know she won uh, with that one as well. Well, cowboy poetry. It is a thing. It's something to pay attention to. You can find it on YouTube in some places, and there are some really good ones, like I said, some funny ones. You might want to look it up and see what else is there. Hope you've enjoyed. This is a little bit different. Cowboy Jim's stories around the campfire, but cowboy poetry, some of it at his best. See you next time.